Welcome to Up the Union podcast. I'm talking with David Murray, and last time we spoke about the way the Old Testament believers were saved by faith in Christ. So, David, what does that mean? Um, how was Christ available to the Old Testament believers? Um, were they trusting in the promise of his coming? How, how exactly did they have faith in Christ? Yeah, it's very common today to speak of the Old Testament pointing to Christ, uh, that Christ is sort of the end of the Old Testament, the end of redemptive history. Um, and, and that's true, but it's not the whole truth. He, the Old Testament didn't just point to Christ, it revealed Christ. It, it revealed a, a present Christ. Christ was present and active throughout the Old Testament. He wasn't just the last chapter for which all the others were setting the scene. He was present from the very first chapter and in every chapter of redemptive history. And uh, one of the best books on this I found is Jonathan Edwards's book on the history of redemption. Unlike many of Edwards' books, this is extremely readable and extremely revealing uh, and enlightening about Christ's present and active presence in the Old Testament. Um, I think you, you first of all have to say he was present in creation. Uh, he said that himself. Uh, sorry, the Bible says that of him in John 1, 1 to 3. Um, it says it in Hebrews 1. Uh, he's present in providence. Again, Hebrews tells us that he upholds all things by the word of his power. He's done that from the beginning, not just from his incarnation. Uh, he's present in salvation. I mean, who saved the Old Testament saints if it wasn't the Son of God, as, as we previously talked about? Uh, he is the Word of God that was being revealed through the Old Testament. And, and perhaps most beautifully, and for me the most wonderfully, he's present as the angel of the Lord, as a pre-incarnate, a pre-Christ in human flesh appearance in the Old Testament. And uh, we see that in encounters between the angel of the Lord and, and Hagar, uh, Jacob, uh, Gideon, Moses, Samson's parents, and numerous occasions. And this was no ordinary angel. This was someone who claimed divine authority, who was clearly a distinct divine person from Jehovah. He exhibited divine attributes, he performed divine actions, he receives divine homage, and he's actually identified as God by a number of the believers who encountered him. And I think it's just it's so beautiful to see that, the Son of God coming down, even before his incarnation, not in human flesh, but in human form, to minister to his needy people from the very beginning and throughout the Old Testament, and probably many more times than we know about. Um, as revealed in the Old Testament. And, uh, you know, Jesus himself says that the scriptures testify of him, that he's to be found in all the Old Testament scriptures. So he's not just the end of the Old Testament. He's not just the destination. He's in it from the beginning and throughout. Yeah, and I know in, in writing you've spoken of Jesus' Old Testament appearances and you've talked about what you call uh, his holy impatience. Yeah, that's that's the way I I love to think about it as well. That 
he just cannot wait to be in human flesh. He cannot wait to come down as man. And so he comes down in the form of um, human flesh, uh, often mistaken initially at least as a mere man, but as the encounter progresses, realizing the believers realize more and more this is no mere man. This is this is God Himself. Um, some of the old people in my previous congregation in, in the Highlands of Scotland had this phrase that they used of these angel of the Lord appearances. It was Christ trying on the clothes of his incarnation. Hmm. And again, just a lovely way to think about the Lord Jesus, as it were, getting little sips, little tastes, little appetizers of his great coming work. Hmm, thank you. Tune in next time. I'll be asking David where you can go to read and find out more about this brilliant subject.